Well, Razorback fans, you got yourselves a tight ends coach, and it is a good one. We'll talk about the new hire that Sam Pittman makes. Also, give our first impressions of Ben Souders, the new strength and conditioning coach for the Razorbacks, and Bobby Petrino to Sin City. Oh, boy. It's all coming up on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday as the sun is out. Wow. It was so long until we got to see the sun, but it's definitely out and it's it's pretty bright in here so loving in the fact that it's back but uh maybe when we talked about the defensive coordinator being named by the time the sun came out i guess it was more so for the tight end coach because the sun comes out and late last night it was being reported that arkansas has officially hired a new tight ends coach in morgan turner and it is an impressive one to say the least now we know that of course dow Loggins left arkansas to go and be the offensive coordinator at South Carolina. And we even talked about the tight ends coach being something of like, eh, well, you know, you want somebody in there that can recruit and try to keep the commitments that Arkansas have right now in. But no one really thought about, at least I didn't think about any sort of name tight end coach, right? Being like, oh, yeah, you hire this guy. It's a big name. Except for Morgan Turner. Morgan Turner is one of the very, very, very few tight end coaches that actually has an impressive resume and a name to him to where now he's coming from Stanford to Arkansas. And to just give you a little bit of a background, this was first reported by Trey Biddy and Hogsports.com late last night that, uh, and more sources came out as far as saying that he is expected to be the tight ends coach. He's been the Stanford tight ends coach since 2013. He's originally from Illinois and on his bio uh, some of the recruiting areas that he was a part of in recruiting was Arkansas. Like that was one of the places he looked out over. And he was apparently really big into the recruiting of Hudson Henry, where he almost went to Stanford. Stanford was actually uh, his second choice. But in the other areas he recruits, it's Florida, Missouri, Iowa, Kansas, Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin, and parts of California. So kind of all over the place. So we, he's got areas at least that he has familiarity and a lot of them dealing with Arkansas and where they can be. So here's a little bit about his bio, uh, according to the Stanford website. He was in his 10th season as a full-time member of the staff and 13th season overall with the program. He was part in the West Coast offense that was defined for physical play that they had in that offense. And also, he was responsible for NFL tight ends production that helped uh, develop recent players like Dalton Schultz, Austin Hooper, uh, Conrad Ruland, Kobe Fleener, Levine Tololo, and Zach Ertz, as well as Caden Smith and Stanford's most recent draft pick of Colby Parkinson. So, boom, right there is something I really like seeing. A lot of tight ends that were physical, that were really good. NFL guys, guys that were all Pac-12, borderline All-American dudes. And he was a pivotal part in not only recruiting those guys, but getting them on campus and developing in, into really good tight ends. All right. So, he, he's got that as far as the players go along with what he's done. Uh He's also uh, with the guys that he's had drafted. You know, some of them were fourth round picks, first round picks, uh, kind of all over the place there too. He also had uh, in Super Bowl Fifty One, uh, Atlanta had 
two of those tight ends on their Super Bowl win, uh, roster where they were the runners up. So they've been on part of teams that have been really good, and they've done a really good job of becoming one of the more physical deals. In fact, uh, people forget Ertz. He was a uh, All-American when he was there at tight end. So uh, unanimous All-Americans. We're, we're big on those unanimous All-Americans. So physicality, recruiting, developments, and big names to go along with Morgan Turner as uh, Sam Pittman, I think, knocked it out of the park and did a great job of hiring him. And here's actually just a little bit of a, a video from Stanford uh, as far as uh, showing a little behind the scenes and what Razorback fans can expect to see from Morgan Turner and his coaching and what he's like just uh, there during practices. Take a listen. Just get here. Six inches behind the line, straight up against it, and your first step needs to be on it. Go through the whole thing, not just the first step. Careful about skipping too much. That is better. He's going to come in. He's going to give you a good shot. All right? I need to see some explosion coming up and through. And be low. Oh, bring it back. Bring it back. Your rhythm was off there. You feel it? Yeah. Well, in part of it, I mean, if you see, he's not going to be really close. So we got to fix that. But if you see it, I mean, your just rhythm was off. You made contact before you had your feet in the ground. Good. Well, so, I mean, some people have the preference of just going flipper with it, right? I like shoulder pad more. Stop. Good. Well, we got to make sure we're strong with our inside hand and leg going through it. Stop. All right, good, Tuck. Careful about getting turned right here. It's all about everything staying square, right? Put it in the dual world. I mean, you're right here, just stay square with it on your way up. Stop. Great. Stop. Whoa, Tay. Too wide. What's your target? Right here. Yeah, right there. So you took a huge step and you were trying to reach. Tight. Oh, nice, Tucker. Nice. Finish it. Finish it. Good. Great. Let's go. Nice, Scoot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Good. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I, I think if you speed it up a little bit, that first kick, because you do a great job of staying square, you're just a little behind it. Yeah. Appreciate Stanford uh, video being uh, being able to let us use that. So, yeah, that's that's kind of a behind the scenes. And I know it's just like a minute and 45 second clip as far as what to, to gather from him. But you can tell he's not a guy that's just screaming and yelling, uh, you know, and just, you know, get, trying to be a really intense guy. He's he's very direct and you can kind of tell with the way that he deals with those players is it's more of a I don't even call it like a friendship or even a player's coach because I hate that adage because I feel like it has such a negative connotation to it. But it's almost like to the point of like, you know, he's he's helping them. He's like, hey, listen, you know, we're we're looking at each other and peers. We're both trying to help each other, but, you know, has a very a direct approach that players can it can resonate with them. And, you know, very fundamentally sound and tough. It, it just kind of gives you the feel that uh, there's a reason why he's very successful at coaching tight ends and developing them. He has a, a really good way of approaching and relating to some of the players and some of the guys, too. So and again, I know that's just a little minute and 45 second clip. And you got to look at a guy who's been coaching at Stanford full time, at least for over a decade. Like you got to look at that whole body of work. But looking at that body of work, given a little bit of an indication of what we can expect as far as him being on the field in practice. This is this is absolutely great. It's absolutely great for him. And I think, again, it's such a home run hire for Sam Pittman. But now becomes the next question that I know a lot of you have 
is, okay, now that he's been hired, what about these tied in commitments? What are we looking at here? Are they going to, to stay with Arkansas? Well, you got to look at, of course, uh, the, the amount of tight ends that they have and like four of them or three of them, at least being high end four stars. And again, this is all according to Trey Biddy that now that, uh, the Morgan Turner has been hired, it is, he's taking a visit to all these tight ends, all of these tight ends. And he, he's getting after it. In fact, uh, Luke Haas, who's the one that's the, the best tight end, according to 24 sensors are all really good, but he's the high end one. Uh, he's going to be visiting, uh, him on Thursday between his stops of uh, visiting Shamar Easter as well as Jaden Ham. And so you have these guys that are going to be going through uh, visits on Thursday. So basically today uh, is that he's going to be visiting all three of these tight ends. Apparently he recruited Luke Hawes uh, a lot there at Stanford. So he already has kind of a relationship with him. But I, I, I think that this is a great thing for Arkansas. I'm not going to sit here and try to guarantee that all three are going to stay committed to Arkansas because I don't know. I really don't know. But I do think, though, that this is this is about as good as you could do. And I think that um, I wouldn't be surprised either if all three of them remain committed to Arkansas. And somebody was tweeting at me, said it yesterday. I said that all three players were decommitting from Arkansas. And that's just false. So I got to clear. I always I hate how people have like just make up stuff. I have to clarify things. But no, like this is this is this is great. I'm excited about this. And I'm excited about, uh, you know, where the next coaching hires will come from, especially with uh the defensive coordinator position because that's the next big one and if sam Pittman can do as good of a job hiring a defensive coordinator that it did a tight ends coach i'd be uh, really excited about it. i know a few more names that are getting thrown around like brian williams who is uh the maryland defensive coordinator uh he was in fact the i saw the in the plane trackers and uh people that uh, i know that plane track saw that the uh, arkansas plane was in baltimore yesterday so if you were thinking that maybe that's the case with him visiting in maryland but uh, he's in his first season as defensive coordinator coach and D-line coach at Maryland. So uh, he previously coached outside linebackers. He is originally from Miami and is said to be an ace recruiter. That's what I love to hear. An ace recruiter. Recruit the big time players. So uh, I would love to see that. And apparently his recruiting background is Florida and Georgia. Woo! I would love to see that. And he also got five-star linebacker Terrence Lewis to commit to Maryland. From Miami. So okay. I, I'm I'm a fan of that one. I'm a fan of that one. If that one happens, if he gets lined, if he becomes in and and is able to be that defensive coordinator that can recruit at a high level out of Georgia and Florida, I'm all in. I'm all in on that guy. Uh Travis Williams is another name that's being watched. Uh he's he's familiar with the recruiting landscape and uh, with the SEC uh, as well. And uh, he was uh serving linebackers coach and co-defensive coordinator at Auburn from 2014 to 2020. He was also a linebackers coach at Miami. So he had a lot of good recruiting there at Auburn and has a lot of experience as well uh, with recruiting in the SEC territory. So that was good uh, to see. If, so if that didn't happen, because, again, I want recruiters. Jeff Collins, the Florida Fort Georgia Tech coach, is still into the mix. Uh, he, he was he was there at Florida, so he has a lot of experience there. And um, the defensive landscape of SEC, Todd Grantham still being thrown around. He's the Alabama defensive analyst. That would be funny. But he's got a lot of experience, though. Derek Mason's still getting thrown around. Zach Arnett's not going to happen because he already got uh, hired at Mississippi State full-time, which was a great move by them. Glenn Schumann's still there. Todd Orlando's still there. Jay Bateman's still there. I mean, there's still a lot of names getting thrown out. Trey Scott's not completely out of the mix. I mean, Jim Leonard still has not said one way or the other what he's doing from Wisconsin. So I guess he's still technically in there. But 
Uh, I've been big on uh, when I'm looking at Brian Williams, and I know that people are going to look at his last season as Maryland defensive coordinator and see their numbers. He's going to be like, oh, this guy's trash. He sucks. I don't care about that. I care about recruiting. I care about body of work, and I care about his fit. And so I, I'm, I would be in, I would be in favor of that. I would be absolutely in favor of that. Uh, but the Maryland defense, they were actually upper tier there in the Big Ten, and it was the only year that he was there. So he has, I don't know if he has any connections with Sam Pittman or not, but the Baltimore connection and the plane being there, maybe they interviewed him. I'd be a fan of that if it ended up happening. So we'll see, but the tight end coach, good job, Sam Pittman. I'm a fan of that one. And we also had a chance to hear from Ben Souders, the new strength and conditioning coach yesterday for the first time in a press conference. So we'll talk about that in just a second. But folks, just this holiday season, I know that you're going to be hanging out with probably some friends and some family and you're putting back a few drinks and a few becomes few too many. And as the evening comes and people start to head out, you're thinking of calling for a ride because hey, your Christmas parties, you have a little too much to drink, but you're like, hey, I live close enough. I can make it home okay. It's no big deal. But what are the odds? I mean, you're going to get pulled over anyway. Come on. you're gonna. It's so close there. And what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up or I mean, maybe you lose your license, you lose your job or total your car or even kill somebody. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk and the results are tra tragic and far often too deadly. However, that still does not stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on the roads and they're doing it to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a new ride. And it takes only one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. So be sure to drive sober or get pulled over, especially this holiday season. Drive sober or get pulled over. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, Ben Souders, who is the new strength and conditioning coach for Arkansas, uh, was officially introduced in a press conference yesterday and uh, had this to say as far as uh, coming to Arkansas and coming to work under Coach Sam Pittman. You know, uh, if it was somebody else, I, I probably wouldn't be sitting here before you, but uh, I believe in Coach Pittman. Um, not only as a coach, but but as a man. You know, I know how he does things. He's genuine. He truly cares about the players. He cares about the staff. He cares about this program. And um, you know, it it was it was a no brainer when he when he gave me the opportunity to come. Uh, I, I I knew I was coming. So uh, Ben Souders there gives a, a little bit of a indication of why he's here, and Sam Pittman's one of the main reasons why he's here. He also went on to say that Coach Pittman reached out to him after their last game when he was at the University of Louisville and asked me if this was a place I'd be interested, and I told him absolutely I would be. So he, he's really big on Sam Pittman and really big on Arkansas, and I really love the fact that uh, one of the things he talked about first, like when he was asked about you know what to do and how to do it and some of the focuses that he's going to have, he said, quote, we've got to get better in the trenches. This game, this league, you've got to win the trench. That's O-line and D-line. So we've already put a huge premium premium on that, our lifting and running. We start with our bigs and on everything that we do. And that's just to set the mindset that everything starts with you. We're going to win and lose up front. And for us to be successful, our O-line and D-line have to understand why they lead the charge. So he's saying all the right things. He's saying all the right things. And he's 100% correct. And that was something you could tell Arkansas struggled a little bit this year. Because people saw the offensive line at times struggle, especially late in the season. And everybody was saying, oh, that's Cody Kennedy 
or oh that's Sam Pittman and I'm not saying that they're not completely and totally at fault at times but then you but you really got to think about it too Sam Pittman like the dude who is without a doubt the best offensive line coach in the entire country who has been coaching offensive lines forever coached it for championship caliber teams had some of the most highly decorated players high draft picks everywhere he's gone you think that just this year Suddenly, his offensive lines that have been renowned for being physical and dominant just didn't become that way. I have a hard time believing that. So I believe that it was an issue with strength and conditioning and uh, the coach, uh, Jamil Walker, who was fired immediately after Missouri game. You know, there was a lot of things that I heard that were behind the scenes that people don't even know about. It wasn't simply just, uh, you know, the, the offensive line, for instance. There was a lot of things and a lot of reasons why. They ended up moving on. But the fact that Sam Pittman called him up after Louisville's final game shows you that Sam Pittman was done. He was done with Walker, and he was moving on. He's like, I'm done with this. We're getting somebody in here. And so uh, it, it's really good to see him understand it and know it, and he's got some good experience. And obviously, uh, the experience he had there at Georgia was really great too. So, uh, But I, I think, you know, again, I'm not going to try to pretend that I know all about strength and conditioning and what's good and what's not good, what works, what doesn't work or anything like that, because I'm not that arrogant or naive to think that. But just because I do understand, though, what it takes to win in the SEC and what you have to have, trench play is the most important thing, and you got to be physical up front. If you're physical on offensive line and defensive line, you're going to win games based on that alone. Based on that alone. You could have an average quarterback, average running back, average linebackers, average safeties. Like You could have average across the board, but if you have elite physical offensive and defensive lines, that's going to be worth seven to eight games. It's just the way it is. So it is the most important thing. And so I think Sam Pittman did a good job of getting somebody here that has a lot of experience, that understands what it's important, and seems to be really excited about being here at Arkansas. also thought it was pretty funny that uh, apparently Souders was on the trip that Georgia made to Fayetteville during the COVID year, that first game of the season when Arkansas was actually leading at halftime. And he said, quote, Coach uh, Kirby Smart said, that was the loudest half-full stadium we've ever been to, so I can't wait to play that way, the first home game when we roll the ball out and get around Hog Nation and we call the Hogs. Love hearing that. Love hearing that. That's the type of stuff that you want to hear about. So just in the press conference alone, I was I was really impressive. Uh, I was really impressed with what he was able to say and do. And, you know, look at his resume. I mean, look at his picture there in that graphic. Does that not look like a man that uh, wants to get pretty intense about uh, lifting and you getting stronger and getting more physical, too? Uh, that's what, that's what I would appreciate and like to see from a strength and conditioning coach. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast, see if I can make that possible. I'd love to get Morgan Turner on the podcast. Do you like getting new coaches on and I'm going to try to make that happen. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still just a lowly podcast after all, but, uh, I, I think it'd just be so much fun to, to talk to him about his journey and about being here and, and doing what he's supposed to do. And I also saw that, uh, his wife seems to be really excited about being here too. And she kind of got into it with some on social media with some. Uh, Louisville fans too and talking trash to him so I'm like okay yeah you guys are gonna fit in just fine here can't wait to see what all uh, you're gonna be doing and, and bringing in so I'm excited about it I think it's great so far I think Sam Pittman just based on on paper on uh, what we know about with these two hires and I, I know that Souders is official Turner is not officially official to where they put out from the University of Arkansas a press release but all the major reporters are reporting that this is the case and he will be the next tight end coach so far, I like what Sam Pittman's doing. The defensive coordinator spot is up next. We know you got to wait on it, but I don't think uh, we're going to have to worry about Arkansas being whooped physically uh, next season, especially with uh, Ben Souders in place because he seems like the right man for the job. 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. So get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball to World Cup, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. So if you love sports podcasts, you can also find one of those at BetOnline as well. And they're always the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more over at BetOnline, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am so excited about this. Okay, so it was being reported, I guess, last week that Bobby Petrino was in the mix for the Texas A&M job as the offensive coordinator. And I saw that and I'm like, man, I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. I, I don't I don't want Bobby back in the SEC, especially at a place like AM. Bobby is too good for AM. He he's too awesome for AM. He's too cool for AM. So I don't want to see that. I would be bummed if that happened. Uh so I was kind of sweating bullets a little bit. I didn't want to face Bobby Petrino again. Like Arkansas got lucky this past year against Missouri State, did not want to face him again. And so I was nervous that he was going to go to AM. But that's not the case. Instead, this is according to Chris Lowe of ESPN, Bobby Petrino is returning to the FBS ranks as an offensive coordinator, but at UNLV under Barry Odom, the new head coach over there. And I am like, that is phenomenal. I think UNLV has become my second favorite team that I'm going to be rooting for this year. That shows you with what, like, first off, Barry Odom getting the job. That's awesome. We talked about it and how, Great it was that he uh, was able to get a new job and a new gig and you know be somewhere where he's happy and thinking he can do some big things. But if that doesn't tell you everything about the type of offense that Petrino ran against Barry Odom this year and where Barry Odom was like, holy crap, this dude, this dude still has it. This dude still got it. He knows how to coach offense. He knows how to coach quarterbacks. I want him a part of my staff. And the fact that Bobby, give a shout out to Bobby. I know people that love Bobby or hate Bobby. I'm in the camp that I still love Bobby Petrino. Still was the greatest Razorback football coach of my lifetime. Like there was not a coach that was better than Bobby Petrino in my lifetime at Arkansas. So I'll always love him and appreciate him for that. And those, especially those two incredible seasons that he had. But I think that is, you got to give Bobby credit for saying, you know what, I'm, I could be waiting out for a head coaching job and let the ego get the best of me. But instead, I'm going to just take a step and become the offensive coordinator there at UNLV. You know, not even AM, which I don't know. Maybe AM backed off. Maybe Bobby didn't want AM. Maybe they couldn't get the money right, whatever it is. But Bobby going to UNLV, I, you know, I don't know how much he's going to be making more, uh, maybe a million dollars a year at the most. You know, I don't, I don't know. But the fact that he's going to Sin City is just, it's like chef's kiss. It's perfect. It's so great that he's back into the ranks. And I'm and I'm happy for Bobby. I'm happy for Barry Odom. And I just think it's so cool that, you know, would, would Barry Odom have even hired or thought about Petrino if he hadn't have faced him defensively this year when Arkansas played Missouri State? Like, I, I just think it's so cool that there's the connection there. I still believe that if, Bobby got the call to be the offensive coordinator under Sam Pittman. He would 100% take it. And honestly, I think Sam Pittman, if Kendall Bryles left, I think Sam Pittman would consider it. I really do. I may, Maybe I'm completely and totally wrong there, but I think he really would. So I, I'm happy for everybody involved. I can't wait to see what UNLV does because I still think Barry Odom's a really good defensive coach and defensive coordinator. 
think Bobby is one of the greatest offensive minds that you'll ever see in college football. So could be a match made in heaven. And UNLV could cause some noise, especially in year one, if that ends up happening. So good for Bobby. And I know that I keep bringing it up, but I'm still curious to see what Michael Schur is going to be doing as the linebacker coach at Arkansas. He has not officially been hired at UNLV. It's reported that Odom wanted him there, but maybe he, Michael Schur is waiting on who's going to get hired as defensive coordinator at Arkansas, or maybe he's in the running for the defensive coordinator position at Arkansas. Could be that too. Don't know. But still waiting on some steps and waiting on that. Sam Pittman actually meets with the media tomorrow. And I think that it could be a situation where a defensive coordinator is named by then, by the time he, because he's going to do a press conference. He's going to talk about Souders. He's going to talk about uh, Morgan Turner when that becomes official. And then he's going to get asked about defensive coordinator if there's not one hired. So I think he'll have one in place. That's just my theory, my prediction. I think he'll have one in place, but either way, good for Bobby. I'm happy for Bobby. And hopefully he continues to, uh, move through the ranks, and who knows? Maybe if he does a really fantastic job at UNLV, he'll get an even better job after that. But can't wait to see UNLV in football. Who would have guessed I'd ever say that or do that? I may even fly out to Vegas to watch a UNLV football game, among other things, too, but mainly that as well. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.